everyone, and welcome to episode 121 of Two Left Thumbs, your gaming podcast that knows who to call if there's ghosts. My name is Puppies. I'm your host. Joining me on the cast, um, someone who may mumble in their sleep, hey, have you heard of Facebook gaming? It's Nate Bramley. How you doing, man? Good, thank you. Thank you so very much for the the most meme of welcomes. It's it's greatly appreciated. <laughs> it's what it's it's what we do here, man. You've, you've got to, You've got to start. You've got to start off on a light note, right? Yeah, absolutely. Breaking the ice. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but for those playing at home, uh, who are you and what do you do? Okay. Uh, so my name is Nate Bramley. Um, and I am currently the Facebook gaming creator service provider program manager for Australia and New Zealand. Um, and I work at click management in Sydney. That's, um, <laughs> that's a hell of a title, man. Do yeah. Have, I don't have, do you have abbreviations for that or <laughs> no, not at the moment. I don't have business cards. I don't have anything because they pay by the character. So, you know, it's, it's oh, going to be. Yep quite the struggle to get that on there but no it's <laughs> facebook gaming csp program manager for anz there we go we'll, we'll knock out some of the words there there we go perfect i like it um so tell us a bit about your job what do you do um how how things how things kind of go for what what your position is yeah absolutely so um yeah work at click management uh and have done since august last year where they brought me on board to be then the partner manager now the program manager for anz um and basically we work for facebook gaming almost as an external contractor um to help them manage the program in australia and new zealand so Basically, my job comes down to all sorts of things when it comes to managing the program, um, but it's essentially working with a number of the Facebook gaming creators um, that we we have in ANZ uh, and ensuring that they are happy and, and healthy and, and able to do what it is that they want to do, pretty much. Nice, nice. So um, you obviously, you haven't always been a click manager. I was looking back, you've had an interesting career path. Um <laughs> Yeah. So you are you, 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 before previously this you were with um, Xbox ANZ. Um, yeah. So I've, I've done some presenting for them. I was um, invited over to E3 in LA for uh, Xbox ANZ, um, where I was presenting for them across all of their social media, um, and they liked me enough that they asked me to present um, for the Gears Five launch that took place uh down in in melbourne which is really cool it was one of i think five or six shows uh in the world and they were kind of jumping one from the from another uh as as that the night progressed pretty much that would have been hella cool man that would have been yeah so it was fun. it was definitely a change from what e3 was because e3 was kind of like okay cool sweet we're at this place these are the these are the points hit the points record if you don't we'll do it again whereas <laughs> the gears five was a live event so running around manically uh in front of the camera try not to trip over because it was like making our way through crowds of people and stuff like that with the earpiece people shouting in your ear so uh the the it was a bit more technical um but i enjoyed it it was a lot of fun yeah that um i yeah i, I i've always watched those live shows i'm like i don't know how 
I mean, it's it's interesting because you've got so much kind of going on. Like you guys said, you've got the earpiece, you've got the crowds to deal with, you've got um current position and all that kind of stuff. So I just don't know. I, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> it it could be it can definitely be a, a a lot to to handle. But I think that's one of the things that um we were working with uh, Xbox were working with ESL and they were managing the the broadcast and stuff like that. And okay, they've yeah. done like probably thousands of broadcasts by now um so they were incredibly professional and i definitely had some nerves at the beginning but they 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 talk you down from them which is really cool oh that's awesome yeah i think yeah nerves are nerves are a big thing especially live shows like especially like a, a big um presentation it's like i mean i i, I this is this is about as the best best i can do with the podcast and i'm like this is fine um yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tried public speaking a few times i'm just like no no I can't even do YouTube, yeah. man. Like pre-recorded, I like, sit down, like right. I read this thing, and then I just like start fucking it all up. I'm like, you know, you know, it's after three takes, like, nah, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I think you, it's something that you learn very, very quickly. Because I've done a number of like different presenting things, but then also, yeah, um, I used to be a high school science and math teacher for four years. So you learn to talk in front of a group of people, and I will say that prepubescent teens are, are probably the most brutal of critics oh, um particularly when you're doing uh maths on a friday last period um oh, yep. it can yeah guess what they don't want to be there um and yeah <laughs> you learn very very quickly about like presenting yourself and the nerves very quickly disappear how did you go from teaching to to this because i mean it is kind of similar like it has some like same kind of commonalities but it's it's a it's a pretty a big change what what was the what was what happened oh not what happened there but what was the thinking behind it yeah what happened um so when so i was actually going to be a doctor originally um so i was studying occupational therapy um and then i moved into biomedical science at university in queensland um, but while I was doing that, I, I worked at EB Games, um, a number of EB Games on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. And I, so I've always been part of like the gaming space um, for as, as long as I can remember, actually. And it was something that I always did on the side. So I was, you know, going to Oz Comic Con, Supernova, EB Expo. And then eventually PAX once they started doing them in Australia. But I've always had that kind of passion for gaming, um, even while at university. So I did my biomedical science degree and I then did my teaching degree and was doing teaching. But even while teaching, I was um, creating content, um, both like written and, and video for Geek Bomb um, when I was a lot younger. <laughs> back in the day um like working with with Maud Garrett and, and a number of of people there um which was really really cool really insightful um and was an interesting foot in the door sort of thing to to learn a lot about kind of the the back-end content creation side of things because I was doing it for myself just recording videos on like a really uh poor performing laptop that I got for like 400 bucks of catch of the day when oh. I was a uni student so <laughs> I, that's how yes, i started the, the, the old uni budget man they're um yeah it I, was I've done that for quite a while <laughs> yeah man i love pasta for every meal uh as well as toast 
Um, but the pasta toast and meager ranks, man. That's, that's all you that's get. That's it. Yeah, the the meals of champions. But <laughs> while I was doing, so I was doing all of that, and then I was like, I was still doing it even while I was a teacher. So I would take exams uh, that needed to be marked down to conventions with me, and I would mark some like in the morning and the in the evening and then would oh, like wow. fly back sunday night and then have to be teaching on on monday again so it was a, a hustle uh oh, to, yeah. to say the yeah. least um that's that's a lot of busy work man like i i feel that a little bit myself you know um you do this and like full-time work and about managing families it's not something that can be done easily um no no but I think like if you need if you need to make time for something, whether it be you pursuing like a dream or a career and then you've got your family and your personal life and, and other elements like that, like I'm doing teaching to, to pay the bills and to be able to allow me to follow my dream sort of thing. I think you make time for that and yeah. you very quickly get rid of the excuse of, oh, I don't have enough time. I don't have time to do that sort of thing. Because if it was something that was important to you, I think you'd make, the, make time. the time yeah definitely mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um yeah so you said you've always had a passion for gaming yes where, where did it start let's go back to, to little little nate um little nate, where, where, okay. was, where, where, where did everything kick off for you with video games um video games kicked off with the nintendo entertainment system with super mario bros and duck hunt cartridges um oh man I'm... Yes. and the, the red gun yep um yeah that, that's that where was... i started in like 1995 i think it was it was my dad's console or he had gotten it from someone um and yeah i used to just play it all the time and that's where gaming started yeah i had um a, a cousin that i used to visit every night once in a while and they had the, the duck hunt cartridges with the big gun. It was the first time, like, I had played games before on, like, just, like, basic computer games and stuff. And, yeah. Um, but, like, the, the, the duck hunt thing just totally blew my mind because, like, when yeah. I point this at the TV and I push the button and then something happens on the screen. And Madness. Like, it's magic. I was like, my little, like, my little 10-year-old brain's like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, I don't know how... It impacted my development, but yeah, it was definitely something that was bewildering, and it was really, really cool to see. And I, yeah, been hooked on gaming ever since. Yeah. Um. So, so what what did you play a lot of growing up aside from the SNES? Um. Well, I I played. Um. Okay. I don't know if anyone is ever is going to know this, but in 1996, 1997, my mum got a used computer from the high school down the road because there was a government grant that got them to upgrade their computers. So we got a we got a really cheap like secondhand computer and there was a game on there where you were like a nighthawk, like the like the army uh like stealth plane. You would you were flying through Egypt and there were like tanks on the ground and like secret passages through the, the pyramids and through like sphinxes and stuff like that and you had to destroy these enemies i have no idea what it was but i used to play the hell of that uh on pc like in the mid 90s um 
I don't know if it was it Nighthawk F117A Stealth Fighter. I have no idea. I I just did a quick Google. I'm like, because I haven't heard of that. Um, It seems like a very like, like thick polygon sort of like game. I think, I think the tanks on the ground are actually 2D images. I don't think they were actually 3D renders in there. But you would like you would fly through the pyramids and stuff like that, and there were walls of sand, like yeah, waterfalls of sand, <laughs> and you would like go through them. There were secret tunnels. It was super elaborate. But I played a lot of that nice. on PC, and then I started making an income in the form of pocket money. Game changer. Oh yeah, that's dangerous right there. Um, yeah. And I got the PlayStation One Slim, so it wasn't the original PlayStation One. It was the Slim like it could only fit a disc sort of thing. And it had like memory card slots and controller slots that weren't parallel. They kind of warped around the edge of it a little bit. Um, PlayStation. Fantastic design. And I played, I saved all my money, got some birthday money. Thank goodness. Um, And I bought the PlayStation one slim as well as uh, Spyro, the very first Spyro game. And I played that, but I didn't realize that I needed a memory card. Um, and I had spent all of my monies. Um, so I had no more pocket money, no more birthday money. So I left my PlayStation 1 running for three weeks while I played Spyro. <laughs> and I was just pausing it and turning the screen off on the TV that I had in my bedroom. I'm super fortunate to have a little little TV. But then I got home one day and my mum was like, oh, you left your PlayStation on. Um, and she had turned it off. Um, and I lost like just three weeks of Spyro gameplay, like waking up at five, five thirty in the morning to play before going to school. So, um, that was devastating. Uh, that is, that is the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and, then I, and then I saved up my money. I got a memory card and then I started again. So. How did you did your mum understand like after you'd explained it to her like did she really understand what had kind of happened or no she she didn't unfortunately I think I still think my mum to this day she she's super proud of me and everything I've done I love my mum she's been incredibly supportive of what it is that I do or what I've chased but I still think that she would not understand that I can't pause an online game I kind of think that that's like, come on, pause the game. I need help doing this sort of thing. It's like, it, uh, it's online. Like, I can't pause it, unfortunately. I'm playing with other people. I think that she would still, there'd be a bit of a disconnect mentally on what that actually means. Um, but no, she, she, she didn't understand it at the time, nor did she understand when my sister on my uh, dark blue... Uh, Game Boy Advance SP system when I was playing Pokemon Ruby um, did her or my sister understand the the gravity of my sister restarting uh, my game Um, I gave it to her to to trial to to have a play sort of thing she got bored and saved it and overwrote my other one and I'd almost completed my Pokedex um, in, in Ruby so that was uh, equally as devastating. How how have you know. continued to play games? Seriously, like after yeah, that, I'm like, it, no, I am done. Never again. I'm a special punishment. Um, I think it's 
I I never cried so much in my life um, than at that point in time. I'm 31, and that was still the most <laughs> I've ever cried. <laughs> it was I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to cry hearing these stories, dude. I mean, holy shit! Like, I, I would just like, I'd be done. I'd be, I'd be done with gaming. I would have left my family. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go live in the hills and just remember the Pokedex that I almost had. Completed. Almost had, yeah. Well, I wasn't a bright kid when I was uh, growing up, so I didn't read into the science too much, and I continued to pursue gaming. So, <laughs> should have read the science. Should have you should have you should have given up, and you would have just been a teacher, I guess, and not yeah, any of this cool yeah. shit, right? Yeah, starting fires and having to evacuate the science buildings—that would have been a thing. You know what? That would have been okay though. Like if that was the alternate path. Maybe be personally. Yeah, yeah. I'd be all right with that, you know? Yeah, I think the students were pretty happy with it as well because it, it takes a while to get them back into class and it's pretty much the class is written off by that point. So, yeah. Yeah. So did you set many fires? Um, <laughs> I've, I've started a few evacuations, yes. Um, so there were with two experiments... Um, one of them is, of course, uh, sodium in water um, mm -hmm. because it is it is highly reactive because it has uh, one electron in its outer shell, which makes it so that when it mixes with water, um, it throws that electron and it becomes super explosive. Um, the issue was that if it's normally stored in oil um, because it's super like reactive to any moisture in the air, it can just start sparking and fizzing and... Uh, turning into fire. Um, but what I, it sometimes gets a bit gunky on the outside, cut a little bit of a slither off, chucked it in the water, was not as impressive as what I wanted it to be. So I cut off an, an even bigger chunk, but for whatever reason, I hadn't processed that I've just cut off the grimy, scaly bit and expo exposed like this whole brand new, completely fresh surface. So I've exposed it in significantly more reactive side and I've also increased the surface area of the amount of sodium that I'm putting into the water. So I put it in and it just went absolutely ballistic, caught on fire, shot off a bit, hit the blast screen and then went up into the ceiling um, and kind of just like fizzled uh, a little bit, but it was enough to set off the smoke alarms. So evacuated for that one, which was fun. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure your bosses really. had had some. I'm sure the, the bosses had some words for you. Yeah, no, my department had had words with me, which was fine. And the other one was uh, twice in one week um, doing an experiment where you boil down uh, Coca Cola to extract the sugar content. Now yep. you can't. You have to like low simmer like low, low, low slimmer for a very long period of time because the tipping point for when it becomes a liquid to just a black gunk. is It's a like a knife edge. It's very, yeah. like, very, very um, easy to get onto that other side. So if you do it too quickly, it just like plumes of smoke bellow from the, from the pan um, and did that twice in, in one week. So slow learner. So all the heartache <laughs> from gaming um, and setting things on fire, slow learner. Both yeah, I've, um, 
I, I feel I feel you on that. I used to because I'm a chef. I work with. I used to work, do a fair bit of sugar work, and you're like, yeah. get it down. And, and if you miss that mark, it's like, oh, well, there it goes. Sugar doesn't just, care, right? No, sugar it just doesn't does not give a shit. <laughs> it's like you're gonna leave me on for two point one point two seconds extra. No, we're done. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm done. I'm no longer sugar. I'm black tar. Yeah. Small God. amount of moisture in the air that shouldn't be there. Yeah, just I'm just not gonna set and go to shit and turn. Yeah, it's yeah, man. It happens. Fuck sugar. <laughs> Very, fickle. Very fickle and temperamental. Yeah, it's um absolute nightmare work. That's the reason I don't do any more sugar work. I did it once. I was like, I'll teach myself. Yeah. It'll be fine, you know. Do it's some quicker learner than I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I did it for six months before I gave up. As I I put this like sugar globe on the menu, so like you blow it like you do glass. Like a little oh yeah and you like shape it and um absolute nightmare to work with because if you didn't get the temperature spot on and then you didn't let it cool to the right temperature fast enough or you did it too quickly it, it wasn't flexible enough and it wouldn't bend the way you wanted it to because you want like a real thin kind of like like almost like a um like a soap bubble kind of look to it yeah and um there was yeah and then if you if there was like the what was too humid one day they'd all go soft and it's like after like doing them for an hour he's like oh just oh boy but yeah it looks cool when board. he got it to work <laughs> yeah no absolutely i can imagine just getting it to work is the hard bit though yeah exactly you just need a temperature controlled room and be able to annihilate all all possibilities of going wrong but it never happened but I never could quite get the boss to go, hey, look, I need a humidity controlled room just for this one dessert. They, they weren't they weren't really, yeah. really worried about that. Yeah. That's a bit of an investment. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just <laughs> it's fine. That's fair. <laughs> so nah. um you you seem like you're an incredibly busy dude. Um, I doubt. Yes. <laughs> yes, you um do you get time to play often? Uh, yeah, I do actually. It's I I try and multitask as as much as I can, and and try and allow myself some some downtime to to play some Vidalia games when I when I get the chance to. So yeah, most most evenings before bed, I, I get in an hour or two sort of thing after like making dinner and cleaning up. So yeah, yeah it's um yeah, finding time's always the worst part, right? Because like you get home and you're like, I could play or I could sleep. Yeah. And then, play to, and then you play to like three in the morning and he's like, what is wrong with me? What am I, what am I doing to myself? There are definitely, there are definitely those moments where I'm just like, oh cool. It's 12. Okay. It's one. It's two. I probably should go to bed sort of thing. But it's like, it's one. So one of the things I am trying to do is do the nine till five, six sort of thing, leaving my laptop at work. Like, yep. I'm, I'm trying my darndest. I suck at it, um, but I'm, I'm definitely trying to kind of be like, cool, it's not work time. Now's the time to relax and, and trying to get into the mindset of not feeling too guilty about it, kind of thinking that, hey, if I want to be good at my job tomorrow, I need to rest my body today. And I think like that's sort of the the healthier mindset that I'm trying to get into. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's 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 a hard one to do. Um, I have this. I mean, I I I can't physically bring my homework with me because I mean, the whole kitchen <laughs> makes them. I mean, the emails coming. It's like I shouldn't read that. I shouldn't. 
Yeah, yeah right, I'll, I'll just check it. This, yeah, I, I think putting my work emails on my phone was the worst thing I could have possibly done. Um, <laughs> now I've got this Good weird enough. habit. I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I rather literally roll out of bed, and there's an email there about the daily reports from the night before, and that's like my morning coffee scroll. And I'm like, this, yeah, this is, this is terrible. What is it? like? I sh I should be like, you know doing something else you know like spending time with my kids you know getting ready for school i'm just like scroll all right i can yeah. get out of bed now <laughs> no i'm yeah i'm definitely the same like waking up and kind of seeing like it is it's definitely fomo it's definitely like a fear of missing mm -hmm. out yeah and kind of waking up and just being like okay cool sweet like what has happened since my eyes were shut um i've traveled through time but the rest of the world hasn't like what have i missed and i yeah i definitely find it hard particularly during the weekends like not checking discord because we have all of the partnered creators there sort of thing where right, we, we yep. sort of thing um and and manage the program with alongside them so like checking that can be difficult to not do um emails are, are kind of a bit more chilled because i know that there are the people on the receiving side of things aren't going to be reading it over the weekend well most of them aren't going to be anyway yeah. so i can kind of be like i could respond like right now but also i don't have to because it's not going to be read until later on so i'll, I'll catch this on monday it'll be fine um yeah there's no urgency behind it now especially with your your job kind of leaning especially more into like social media as well i can imagine there's a, there's a lot more pressure on that too because i mean even if you just get on twitter and then just like having a scroll oh that reminds me of this thing i need to go check yeah no it is because we also we because we are at click management we are a, a talent management agency that was you know put together by like gamers for gamers sort of thing so like one of the directors is is muse elk and and we represent people um like tanner mr fresh asian laser beam so we manage a, a lot of them sort of thing um so when scrolling through twitter and you kind of see some of the cool things that like brands are doing or what other content creators are doing sort of thing or even when it comes down to headhunting new talent um yeah. constantly you can scroll through twitter for like five ten minutes and have a to-do list of about like five to ten things so <laughs> yeah being just on social media I, I i don't post as much as as what i used to um i don't i'm not photo ready uh I'm unfortunately but... i've spent my entire <laughs> life not being photo ready man there's there's, there's darkness here for a reason <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah trying to get rid of them them crow's feet and stuff yeah, like exactly. that yeah, yeah we get it. it behind the glare of the glasses I don't, I don't i don't even need these it's just just to the hide hide the eyes yeah i know i'm wearing contact lenses at the moment i normally wear my uh glasses because they hide the worst features of uh my body just a, a few little lines around the eyes that's about it <laughs> exactly yeah it's um the best way to go i mean I, I, if i if i could get away with like wearing sunnies maybe i should make it like a whole brand thing i just constantly wear sunnies and i'm set you know i don't have to like i, I don't even have to be looking at the screen i can just like look away and just like like have my head there and just like looking at something of the distance and no 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 it'll be i think yeah. i think that might be a move for me possibly either it's photoreactive ones that darken uh when exposed to sunlight oh yes so like when you're so like they they fade in and out of like how much light they are allowing through sort of thing so in the instances like right now when you've got a light on you sort of thing like they would be a little bit darker to protect your eyes and to hide 
protect my eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get it. I think my mom has them. She's like, I don't like wearing them because they make me feel old. Nah, it's it, you're always wearing sunnies. You're <laughs> like sunnies. the hippest person. Yeah, right. Yeah, Even totally inside. It's it's good. It's good. Sunglasses inside, sunnies at night. Only the coolest people wear sunnies at night. Exactly. You know what? I had this conversation last episode with somebody as well. We were talking oh, about glasses. Yeah. Um, uh, Norm Rhodes. We were um, we were chatting about um, uh, like glasses again, and he was he had some gunners, and he's like, I need I need some different ones that'll um, that I that I don't make everything yellow. Yeah. It's, you slowly get worried. You start thinking that you're, you've got jaundice and your liver's failing. Everything's looking a little bit <laughs> yellow, a bit tingy if you forget that you're wearing your glasses. Yeah, yeah. Just like They have clear ones now, right? The blue light filters? Yeah. So there's, a lot of, there's a lot of speculation around blue light filters and how effective they actually are, but I fell yeah. for the con and I, and I got them on there because just in case, I don't know just if they're effective, case. but, you know, I've got them. I've got it on there, so. Well, if if, if your KD starts going to hell, it's, like, no, it's, it's these glasses. They've got the blue light on them. It's totally ruining yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Under my eyes, there's lag, you know. <laughs> Someone uploaded a selfie. Yeah, it's really, really <laughs> messing with my, my internet connection. My mum's mom, using dial up for three blocks away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a toll, you know? Oh, my God. That was, that was it's one of the, <laughs> it's one of the burns that I've kind of, adopted from online gameplay i had a uh we were playing against some people in, in halo 3 and someone was just lagging out like really really badly and and someone across comms was like can you tell your mum to stop sending a fax on the dial-up please and i just thought that that was great just can you stop sending a fax please for the love of god and there's just like a guy in halo just running around like all jittery and stuff i just thought it was funny so I've kind of like, yeah, I, I use that now all the time. I think it's the greatest. Oh, that is that is absolutely perfect. Um, I love Stop it. sending facts on dial-up. Stop sending facts on dial-up. You mortal. I, 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 I didn't play much online when I was Oh, online. I played too much online. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I played a lot of, like, I, I think up until, like, Call, Call of Duty Black Ops. Yeah, you know what I mean. I didn't really get onto the alliance stuff, and that was also I think so much when the Assassin's Creed multiplayer came out, and that's kind of where I, I started with multiplayer, which was an interesting jumping-off point, I guess. Yeah, um, but it was really it's cool. interesting to kind of yeah, starting off with Assassin's Creed multiplayer is, is a unique, I guess, element because it's definitely not an FPS. No, no, it was um, I I, I played like like land land before and like couch co-op and all that kind of stuff but yeah, yeah. Like i didn't really delve into the online world because i was like no nah, this internet thing is weird i don't trust it uh <laughs> it, it, it was too big and scary and unknown so i just left it yeah and, that's fair yeah and then i started working with people that were playing online they convinced me to get um black ops on a fire we'll play some shooters um and then, yeah, like a big Assassin's Creed fan. And then the multiplayer came out for Brotherhood. And um, I was hooked. I was laggy as hell because I was probably the only person in Australia playing. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you, you, go to, you go to do a, a kill move on someone and then they just teleport to the other side of the map. It's like... Yeah. 
Ah, the, the internet okay. strikes again. Thanks. Ah, yes, that fax is um, that fax yeah, is taking fax a while. Is <laughs> yeah, halfway through that A4 image. So, um, where where did you start with multiplayer games, like online stuff? Uh, multiplayer games started with like yeah, lands. So Halo One landing was probably where I started, like going over to mates and and getting yep. the the broken controller because you were the guest. Um, oh, and having to play, yeah. yeah, having to like running, like we were, we were actually more frequently doing when it was like before Xbox Live, we were doing um, like legendary run throughs of the campaign and, and stuff like that was how we were playing most of the time. But then um, got the, uh, the, the Halo 2 Xbox that came with Halo 2 uh and a tennis game called top spin oh, um, top spin <laughs> i remember that game that was so good yeah so i think i put in maybe like five hours into top spin but i also had halo 2 and i was like i'm going to halo yeah, 2 it's um it's it's tennis or, or, or aliens he's like mm. yeah aliens were gonna win in that one so yeah and, and then like halo 2 becoming of course halo 3 and had like throughout high school had a number of land sessions uh, at mates' places. We had the uh, the it was like one of the first powered splitters, the X Link something that it was like because all the other ones were normally just like you just plug them in and the internet splits. Whereas this yeah. one had its own power supply. Poor game changer, <laughs> but it was it was. 16 of us playing like in one person's house because their parents were away. Everyone yeah. chucked in 20 bucks. Um, I used to work at Donut King. So at the end of the at the end of the shift, I put all of the donuts that we were throwing out into a garbage bag and I took them to the party. Um, <laughs> and we played we played Halo 3 land sessions all night. Um high on the sugar of, of all of the donuts that we had ingested um and i came second second in, in that one so I'm, I'm pretty proud of that uh, and it was no, because my my mate sunny <laughs> if you're watching he betrayed me at the very end he uh <gasps> yeah we, we were kind of like you know we had formed a little bit of an alliance and stuff like that and and he noticed that he was kind of creeping away a little bit so then Halfway through, he he started killing me as well because it was a free for all for the for the final match sort of thing, yeah. and uh, he started killing me halfway through. And he's like, "Oh, sorry, man. I thought you were someone else. I didn't see you on my radar." And then was picking up the energy sword and like stealth, which for those of you who don't know, the stealth like regenerates every three minutes after picking it up, so you got to time that stuff. But he was just running around murdering people with a sword, um, and I I didn't appreciate that, so the pirates tower would you be I mean, that was probably like some of the best parts of like halo multiplayer though it's just like absolutely yeah. d betraying your friends and then just yeah. bagging on them because yeah. it was it was good fun i loved pit guardian valhalla and halo 2 there was zanzibar that i really liked yeah there was a couple of good maps on there did a number of like competitive land sessions in brisbane as well back in the oh, day really? so yeah right yeah did you, um, was, did, yeah. you get far with, did you get far with that not too far it was more of like a casual hobby thing we we kind of just rocked up 
after you know being out like the night before sort of thing so like we'd lock on up with like fatigued as all hell we're jumping in it was just like cool sunday session of like playing halo but then like you'd see other people there that are just like like they're all sitting down they're all wearing matching uniforms they're cracking their red bull simultaneously and they're all (laughs) like two sips of red bull to three sips of water and you know, monitoring their their hydration levels. So, um, wow. I'm a competitive person That's at heart, um, but I'm not like looking up at, at the sky and being like, ah, oh, the the sun is at this degree, so it means that it's ten twenty one a.m. I now need to crack open a Red Bull can. Like, I feel like that's what some of those guys were kind of working towards. But good on them. So, yeah, I mean, I never. I never understood that competitive mindset. Like, I mean, sure, you want... It, it's interesting because, like, you want your body to be performing at peak, especially like, and with competitive video games, it's, um, you know, you need to be alert. But, yes. the, 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 I mean, why not just don't drink Red Bull? Because it's not... Yeah. Uh, just drink some water and have some food, you know? <laughs> it's not going to... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. We, we, we'd start, there was one time, I'm just having PTSD flashbacks now. There was one time where there was a guy who was like trying, who one of the, our teammates couldn't make it. So you always have floaters that are just floating yeah. around the comp and they've got, they've got like their screens and their Xbox and their games and their controllers. They've got all this stuff in like a huge backpack. They've got power boards and everything. I'm like, I'm good to play if you guys need me. I'm like, okay, cool. We need you sort of thing. And he starts handing us out like his card and he's like, it's like, and it's on paper. It's not even like card. It's just on a piece of paper and it's all like rainbowy and stuff like that. And he's kind of going like, oh yeah, I do like custom controllers and Xboxes and stuff like that for people. So he was there as a side hustle. We get in and he's, for those of you who don't know, this is going to sound like so petty and stupid, but for those of you who have done competitive Halo, you might understand he loads into the game and he loads as an elite. So he's he's playing as, as the elite skin sort of thing. And there's, there's a bit of speculation about like headshots and placement and stuff like that when it comes to elites. But one of the other team members go, hey, one of your guys is an elite. You need to change it because you're not allowed to do that. I'm like, yeah. And we're like, dude, make sure you change it to the, the master chief sort of body. And he's like, oh, how do I do that? The second he said that, I knew that we were not going to go very far in that <laughs> And he he pulls out, he pulls out like the fingerless gloves. He pulls out his Red Bull and he's kind of just sitting there and he's alive. Like, so he's alive. He's still in the game alive. He puts his controller down and he reaches for the Red Bull, takes a sip and then puts it back and he dies like once in the in the game sort of thing and picks up the controller and just like waits to respawn sort of thing. I'm, I'm sitting there next to him, losing my mind. Because I'm just thinking, like, mate, we're in a competition. Can you please not just stop playing, like, at intermittent, like, stages throughout the game, please? It'd be greatly appreciated. And he's like, oh, sorry, what's that? Oh, I can't, I can't hear what you guys are saying. Like, he's listening to music while he's playing. He's not even listening to the, the game. Oh, my God. Like, and I'm just, I'm, like, pulling my hair out. I've got my mate, Sonny, the guy who betrayed me. I used to play comps with him. And another guy called Dom. Um who was a year or two below us in high school, who we we all just wanted to beat this kid up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Taking around back after the match, it. right, you. Oh, man. Never again. Never again. If we didn't have a full team, we weren't competing. That's what it wow. was. Wow. <laughs> <That's... laughs> 
I mean, the point, I mean, the guy, he was totally, like, you can tell he's totally there just to sell his controllers. Yeah. 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 He's like, oh, they'll not remember me because I was terrible because I didn't have my custom controller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, oh, look, this is the controllers that I make. And I'm like, eh, that's okay, I guess. It's not great. Yeah. Do you want to buy this? No, I don't. Thank you, though. Thank you for the offer. I'm good, you know. It's, um, that's pass on that can you um tell you what i'll buy you one if you can play oh my god i'm so stressed just thinking about this uh, <laughs> i'm getting this so like just, just antsy just antsy just thinking about bks oh we so bks are bad kids it's what you used to just like throw away to people when they were like just not doing well you're like oh you're such a bk yeah yeah this is BK. The and it sounds like it's something worse but you're it's just an abbreviation on of bad kid yeah it's not terrible it's just one of those quick throwaway insults like there's always those those abbreviations um especially with gaming you know it's either you have a very short time because of the way that the voice comes to work in the game or if you're typing it you don't want to be like typing oh my god get good 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 kid what the hell are you doing you know you don't want to yeah. write a paragraph. i mean although i've seen some lobbies where paragraphs happen it's like what is like oh mate save it oh, for your man. dream journal we haven't oh. got time for that sort of stuff i used to get i still get made fun of to this day actually because in halo i call them smigs smgs yeah so when people were dual wielding like smgs in like close quarter games i'd be like dual wielding smigs be careful sort of thing like over the comms everyone thinks i'm an absolute idiot for calling them smigs but when I was with the guys that I was playing with in, in, in the comp in, in Brisbane, um, that's what we used to call them because it's easier than saying SMGs. Yeah, it's, so it's, like, it's quicker. It's a SMIG. Yeah. Mate, run it with a SMIG, be careful sort of thing. Like, yeah. So that's a thing that I get bullied for to this day. That's rude. God, yeah. For those, for those who are out there bullying Nate about saying SMIGs, Go away. Stop, stop, stop <laughs> listening. Go away. Leave him leave the man alone. Exactly. He just wants to yeah. play with his smigs. Yeah, I'll tell my mum. Yeah, he will. And she'll be very, very upset. Yeah, she's brutal. Yeah? Yeah, she's a, she's a loving, caring, savage woman. They're the best kind of mum, so really. Yeah. My mum's uh my mum and my sister are both nurses. Um so yeah, growing yeah, up yeah. with my Growing up with a nurse, my mum had a saying, um, I don't want to hear about it unless there's blood or deformity, um, was my mother's saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I here I am today. Uh, yeah. I have a very similar approach with my, my kids. I'm like, is there blood? No. Can everyone walk? Yes. You'll is the fine. bone protruding the skin? No. Well, you're fine then. Walk you're it fine. off. You can just walk it off. You'll be right. There's no, there's no bruising yet, and you'll, we'll deal with that tomorrow. Speaking no of injuries, there's just happens to be an ambulance going past. Yeah, perfect timing. Perfect. Exactly right. It's like I planned this or something. Really adds to the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, when some, you say that, it's like it's almost like I planned this. Did you hurt someone next door or something that's resulted in an ambulance being called? Is that what's happened? I can neither confirm nor deny that. It's a bit of a trap for my neighbor 
and it seems like they've just sprung it and called an ambulance. <laughs> well, look, I, look, there were chainsaws around earlier, so yeah. um, I was I was really hoping that would be in the background one. as well. Oh. My guys, just ignore the chainsaws. It's it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's a sound effect. Sound effect, exactly. It's just people committing murder on trees. Exactly. Yeah. Not him. Not 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 people. It's fine. There's, there there are no people dying in the background. I promise. Over there, yeah. Just move that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so, yes, you like to talk about some game deals? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. So, whatever I've got here, I've just um pitch in if you know anything. Um, I'm ha- always happy to be interrupted. Saves me talking more. So. Too easy. Perfect. Yep. Uh, over on PlayStation Five, this oh, PlayStation Five, PlayStation, PlayStation Fives don't exist. What are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> um, so PlayStation Plus this week, we have um, your freebies, which are Stranded Deep and Battlefield Five, both pretty solid titles. Um, over on the PlayStation Five this week, your freebie is Wreckfest, which is weird because i think it's an older game they've only had the new playstation 5 ones on their freebies so i don't know but it's there for like well you got, you got a couple of weeks to get these here so um they're, they're good to grab while you can over on the playstation networks deals we have a little nightmares 2 for 32 bucks um have you played no, I've seen other people play. I suck at scary games. Um, uh, yep. I'm the absolute worst at it. One of the videos that I used to do uh, is is play scary games at midnight. Um, and I had to like record <laughs> my phone and record like in the bottom of the, the computer to make sure. And I had to show outside that I guess it's the middle of the night. Uh, and I had to play like scary games and see how long I could go for. Um, and uh, never again. <laughs> Never again. What was it? What was it, what was your longest session? How how far did you normally get in? I think I played like Outlast for maybe an hour, and I was just I was just I couldn't. Man, I'm really? such a wuss when it comes to those sorts of things. It's yeah. My when I was like seven or eight, I came home from school once, and my dad was watching something on TV, yeah. and uh, he just started a movie. Blinds were drawn, whole kit caboodle, really setting the atmosphere. Sat down and watched the entire thing. It was definitely not uh, for children who were seven or eight years old. <laughs> um, I watched the entirety of it just like in absolute silence. And I turned to my dad and I go, what was that? And my dad just being a bit of a, a stirrer goes, oh, that was, that was the truth. That was, that was based on a true story. Um, and I had just sat down and watched uh, the Blair Witch Project at the age of seven, eight. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, that traumatized you. And my dad was like, that was real. That happened. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm never sleeping again. This yeah. is Can't do scary. Will not play scary games. I don't know. Maybe for a charity stream or something like that, I'll do it again. Mm. But I... I can't. I'm like clenching thinking about it at the moment. I'm, so, I'm, I went the opposite way. I accidentally watched The Leprechaun when I was a oh, kid. Okay. And that movie is fucked up. I don't even know how I managed to watch it. I was just like up one late, late one night and I just put the TV on and it was that was it. And that's the only thing that's ever scared me. And like horror games now, I played up. I played <laughs> Outlast um, um, a while back and I, I got bored. I was like, this is dull. Yeah. 
I can't. Definitely didn't get bored for me. I was in constant fight or flight. <laughs> constant state. Oh, that is perfect. Um, <laughs> over on Xbox this week, our um, Game Pass pick of the week, which is a new arrival to the service, is Destroy All Humans. I've, um, this game looks hilarious. It's got that classic kind of 80s humor to it. Um, I need it to... It definitely is. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you've, you've played it, have you? Yeah, I've played a little bit of it. I uh, didn't have the, the time to explore the whole thing, but it's just silly. It's just silly, but it's still, like, mechanically, it's a, it's a good game. Um, I don't think anyone really plays it too much for the story, but it's just no. it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun just picking up cows and throwing them around and stuff. Yeah, it's um. Oh, that reminds me of Just Cause. Um, but it's like attaching the the rocket launchers to the cows, and then you can try and like surf on the cows across the sky. Yeah. It was the best stuff. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a few Just Cause fail videos, and especially the Just Cause two videos in like their online servers and stuff like that, where people are just like messing around and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. It gets pretty wild in them. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's a great game to like mess around with physics and stuff. I think I, I made the yeah. Fortnite boss once. I, I, <laughs> I, I attached balloons to a bus, rockets on the back, and then just like kind of rode it. Just into the sunset. Into the sunset. It was, it was perfect. And um, ended up putting a clip up later and just like put the, the, the music in the background, like the party music. <laughs> it was great. Um, games with gold this week. So these are your freebies for Xbox. We have Armello, which I know nothing about. I think it's um, absolutely nothing on it. Uh, Dragons Dungeons Three, not Dragons Three. That's that's the that's other. Cool. That's another game entirely. Um, and Tropico Four. Haven't played any of that. Me neither. I know Tropico 5 got um, released not long ago. It was pretty good. Uh, I think Dungeons 3 is a RTS for memory. Um, okay. Because, you know, research is something I should yeah. do. Yeah, 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 but no. See, this Just is thinking about go, it. Oh, that's, that's the game. He said he said a thing about it, and I'll, I'll go research it myself, and that's when they go get the game. It's, it's how they remember ah. to go download the game. It's all, it's all that's the play. You know. That's the play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, over on Deals with Gold this week, we have a Far Cry 5 for 20 bucks. That's pretty decent. That Go and get that. It's down from like 100 too, so... Yeah, Far Cry um, 5 is a good game. Uh, was, oh, man, I had so much fun with Far Cry 5. Did you, um, did you ever find Cheeseburger? No. Yeah, so in one of the areas, um, kind of near the start, you yeah. go to this place... And there was a, a bear called Cheeseburger. Okay. Oh wait, was that the one who's in like the park? Does he become like a companion or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he becomes a companion. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I rolled around the entire game with a shotgun and a bear, and it was just the best shit. Jesus. All right. What was that? What was that Leonardo DiCaprio movie, Revenant, with the bear? Is that what you were trying? Except of being. was before that. Instead of you being enemies, you were friends. And yeah, you, it's alternate universe. Yeah, you killed people together. Yeah, we just, we just happily went in a murdering spree and deleted a religious cult. And that's, and story, as you I do. Mean, yeah, as you do, you know. That's, that's what you do when you have a bear. You just go find a cult and say, oh, here we go. We're going cult hunting. <laughs> but only if you have a bear. 
Only Nothing else. Bear. Don't do it any other time because the bear is safety. The bear is love. The bear is life. You um, <laughs> you don't want to go without the bear. Otherwise, it's a bad time. Absolutely. Just shotguns will not get you far. <laughs> Over on the Switch this week, and they are having an anime sale. They're bringing out the puns this week. Um, so you've got titles like Jump Force Deluxe Edition, One Piece Pirate Warriors, all the Naruto games, and God Eater 3, ranging from about 25 to well, 6 to $25. So um, Switch have done this new thing now where they don't just list like a whole bunch of stuff that's for sale. They like they pick a developer or a theme. They go, all right, here's okay. a bunch of games. Go nuts. Um, I've heard the Jump Force is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a huge uh, anime weeb as well. Oh, good insight because I'm, I'm not I'm not well versed in the world world of the weebs. I've played I've played most of the Naruto games. Uh, yeah. I've actually got Sasuke's curse mark um, from Naruto on my back. Uh, what a what absolute weeb! And I also have I don't know if you, how well you can see it. I also have Deku from My Hero Academia on my forearm. Nice. Uh, yeah. So and I've got another tattoo on my ribs, but technically I'm 67% weeb tattoos. So that stands for something, I'm sure. That's, that's, but, that's, that's a that's a pretty good that's a pretty good weeb tattoo ratio. You know, it's not, yeah. I mean, it's it, well, it could be 98. It could be higher. It could be higher, but... Significantly higher. I'll work on it. Work on it. 67 is not bad. That's a good start. You're over, we'll you're over 50, so you're like more than half a weeb. So that's that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah striving to increase that percentage as much as I can. Excellent. I, I look forward to your progress <laughs> in, in, in your ascension to weebhood. <laughs> it's a grind. It's a grind. Um, especially tattoos, man. Tattoos are expensive. Yeah, they can be. They absolutely yeah. can be. Um, I've got one. I've got two in the last couple of months, and just yeah. So oh, okay, righto. I'll just. I want more. But I want a whole. I want to like. I've just like whole sleeve planned. I'm like, they're like, yeah, it's gonna cost you a couple of grand. I'm like, yeah. Oh, but that's um, custom. That's custom art, baby. That's, it is custom art. It is custom yeah. art. Um, my biggest concern is having to take time off work to do it because I I can't get my hand and like my arms dirty. Yeah, so. no, I think um, having an open tattoo while in a kitchen. Um, not a medical professional, so don't take anything that I say uh, as serious. But like maybe having an open tattoo in a kitchen is bad. Hypothetically, look, the last one was on my finger, so it's alright. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, you just bandage it for a couple of days, and it's fine. Just don't get your hands. It means I get out of the dishes, right? True. Okay. But no, that guys, fresh wound. Can't get my hands wet. Got to keep them dry. Maybe that's the power play then. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I just take holidays. Yeah, I need to let also, this tattoo heal. Also, an option. <laughs> You're getting a lot of tattoos recently. Uh, maybe, maybe you should stop getting them because you're going through your, you know, annual leave. Nah, that's, nah, that's, nah, that's good. Nah, I'm getting more tattoos though. Thanks, thanks for your thanks. opinion. Uh, once I run out of, once I run out of annual leave, I'll start moving on to sick pay. Um. <laughs> Slowly hacking through it, sort of thing. Yeah. I gotta use it for something, man. Yeah. No point going away. It's boring. Not now, Get tattoos. Yeah, exactly. 
Over on the Epic Store, our final final freebie for this week um, is The Lion's Song. It's a narrative adventure game set in early 20th century Austria. Interesting. Yeah, it's like a it's like it's um a very a kind of a pixelated kind of grayscale uh, vibe to yeah, it. Okay. Aesthetically, it's really nice. You know, you get like the the like, is it sepia like they, those kind of browns and then grays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. It, it looks really really cool. Um, it looks yeah, it's just a point and click adventure an adventure adventure high words. Yeah. Um, but it looks really neat. Nice little sweet game. Something something a little wholesome, which is always. Wholesome games are always good. You don't yeah, get we need wholesome. a little bit of that. A little yeah, bit of that in the world. We do, we do, we do indeed. Um But that is um that is all she wrote for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um that's all we've got. That's our freebies. That's that's that, that that's Nate. Uh oh, I'm Nate. Have you heard of Facebook gaming? <laughs> live living the meme. Live in the meme. Uh, do you think you'll ever live that down? Uh I don't I don't think so. I think it just I'm I'm not too mad at it because it just means that I've been very prevalent uh, within the Australian games industry so much so that people that I've worked with in the past decided to turn me into a meme. So you know, I've I'm pretty sure I've made it. I'm pretty sure I could retire now knowing that I've become a A and Z exclusive meme. You don't even have to do your job now, though. Like, not as much of yeah. it. Like it's like, have have you seen this meme? <laughs> and that that you said. I'm just worried because so I've done like um, videos and advertisements for like Nerf and for um, uh, oh my gosh what is it Sour Patch Kids so I've I've done like advertisements oh, wow. for them and I've got a couple of friends who are aware of that and a num and they're like videographers and editors and like producers and stuff like that they work more on the creative side of uh, things and. Whenever they see me at conventions or whenever they see me out, they kind of like walk up to me and they get they go say the line, say say the line. <laughs> sort of they look down the barrel of the camera and go, "Nerf or nothing." Lie or first they're sour, then they're sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so embarrassing. You've got the whole you've got the holy trinity. Look, man, I would be in a Nerf commercial if they asked me to. That'd be amazing. Yeah, like, Nerf, one of the coolest things you'd be in an ad for. Yeah. A lot of fun to work with. Yeah. But you've got like the holy trinity. You've got food. You've yes. got toys. And you have video entertainment. So you, you're, you're set. You've got a phrase for each. All across the board. All across the board. You're, you're, you're done. Acting, singing, and dancing. I'm a triple threat. There we go. Watch <laughs> out. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for, for taking time um, and, and hanging out. Um, very much appreciated. I know you're, you're a busy dude. Um, so, uh, where can where can the people find you, and the things that you do? Uh, people can find me uh, on all of the things at Nate Bramley. Um, I was very fortunate enough to be able to get that for all of the socials. So you'll that, be able that's to pretty find impressive. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, the whole point of having a name is being unique. So I mean, it kind of makes yeah. sense, but still. And it's just my um, name. Uh, it's, it's nothing different. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I know, but that makes I think it makes it easier then because people then who've never met me can kind of address me as just Nate. They can kind of just instead of I don't know screaming out like an internet handle. My gamer tag, for example, is sweets. Uh, yep. Right. Uh, okay. 
because <laughs> I, when I was playing duos competitively with a mate of mine, we thought what would be the most infuriating name that someone could get angry at. So my name was Sweets, um, and his name was Buttons. Um, and it was quite <laughs> funny watching people rage quit but also have to say your gamer tag at the same time. So that's why we created them that Nice. Way. Perfect. Yeah, I, um, I, I have that problem now where people know my first name but they refuse to use it because they're your puppies now. And like, yeah. like, no, that's not your name. Your name is Puppies. It can't be Jason. It, it doesn't sound right. Just not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like change. This is, like this change. is the way. This is the way. I mean, I've, I've had this hand. I've, I've not this handle, but a version of this handle for like over 10 years. Oh, I'm probably the same, actually. Yeah, I um. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it, it's been a while. So every everyone I've ever met in my adult life, like, cause again, I don't have much of a social life outside of work because of the oh, hours. Oh. Um, so I, I, I play with them online. So this is just who I've become now. It's just, it's me. <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. My real life persona doesn't exist anymore. It's just puppies everywhere. The online is transitioning into the offline. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's terrible. Um, but yeah. Um, ladies that and gentlemen, was a long, long-winded way of saying what my socials were and stuff like that. So, it's, thanks it's, for it's, indulging me. That's, that's okay. You're welcome. I like to indulge, man. We got we got to make our, our guests feel at home, you know, and and give them what they need to to tell us cool stories because that's what we're here for. Thank you. Um, that's all right. If you would like to um, find the podcast, if you're new here or if you're old and you haven't done it already shame on you um you can find us over on twitter at a left underscore pod uh over on instagram at two left thumbs podcast and on youtube where the video version of this will be uploaded probably by friday depending on youtube things um we don't have a we don't have a cool channel name yet because we're not cool enough to unlock that but we're, we're working on it slowly um but we'll leave the link for everything of course in the description Hey, thank you again for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. You all have a fantastic week and bye.